Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, May 30th, 2022, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Kyle Charles. How's it going? And Justin Moore. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We're so glad to be back. Uh, unfortunately, we did have to take a week off. Uh, I was sick. I was very sick. Yeah. Uh, barely. Glad you're better. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Not able to make a podcast in that uh, those few days where we typically ramp up for the show. Uh, so I apologize for the absence. That is on me, but I appreciate your patience. As always, be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Uh, I would typically say at this point, last week we played, but we didn't have a last week. So if you haven't heard the episode prior to that, we had Bob on, uh, talked all things Warriors. It was a good episode, so be sure to check that out if you have not already. Okay, conference finals are over. There's a lot to get to. So we're going to dive right in. As always, with everyone's favorite game. What did he say? Hey. Oh. Bang! Bang! That's right, it's what did he say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Kyle and Justin, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I will receive the 100 points. Three clips today, because uh, we got a lot to get to, so are we ready to get started? I'm excited for it. I'm ready. I'm Let's pumped. do it. Who is Stephen A. Smith talking about? What did he do? He made a decision, recognizing himself and the rest of the team and the precarious situation that they were in due to their debilitating health. And he said, I got a chance to win this right here. Okay? If I pull up and I make this three, then what do we? where are we? Who is Stephen A. Smith talking about? Well, uh... Uh, the only thing I can really think of for a pull-up three that didn't really work out was Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the big talking point right now. And, um, yeah, I don't really foresee it being too many other options just because we only have two series to really talk about right now. So, Because uh, there wasn't one in the Warriors-Luka series. Yeah. They're not the Mavericks. They're the Lucas. I, at the so. time, I kind of <laughs> uh, cringed at it, but... I. I think Jimmy earned the right to take that shot. I didn't, in retrospect, with how kind of momentum was going, yeah. Jimmy's put the team on his back yet again. I mean, I I get it. Let's just yeah. <laughs> decide the game one way or the other. That yeah. would have put him up, and it kind of sunk him that he missed it. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think, think anybody's mad at Jimmy, Jimmy but I do think Stephen A. is talking about Jimmy. Twitter uh, was a little upset with him, but I thought it was... It was dumb. I, yeah. yeah. Talking about Jimmy. Yeah, yep. for sure. Talking about Jimmy, let's lock mm -hmm. it in. All right, I say it's not always going to fall your way. Do you have any issue with Jimmy going for it and taking that shot? Zero. So what? Did Agreed. Right, of course, Steven. yes, yeah. that is correct. Uh, yes, of course, he's talking about Jimmy Butler and his pull-up three sh uh, three-point shot with 11 seconds left that could have given the Miami Heat the lead after a very quick 11-2 uh, to run in the final minute of Game Seven. Uh, you know, you guys briefly touched on it, but what are your feelings on the shot? The shot, I think, was fine because you're. Uh, Jimmy's proven pretty much throughout this postseason run that he can just go do it. And he's the unquestioned leader of that team at a certain point in time that you just go, he's going to do it. It's fine. 
Like I, we wouldn't get on KD for taking a miss in that shot or anything like that. So the only reason that shot, I think, irked people, but they were because they lost the three points on the Max Drews situation, uh, the out of bounds call. That was weird. Was weird, but I mean, and then Strews got that, it. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he was not getting much help aside from that Strews miracle three. It felt a lot like the Chalmers KU three, just the way they ran it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was shocked he made that one. So honestly, when Jimmy pulled up, I kind of expected that one to go in. So I guess in retrospect, I don't, yeah, I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. I, I can see both sides. Like I can see how you think you don't need a three. You're not a great three-point shooter. You're down two in transition. You, you just made this great run, yeah, you know, right. But Horford's down there, and Horford is expecting a drive from Jimmy. Um, and I think that, I mean, if you look at the shot, what happens? Misses on the front iron. He didn't have the legs, man. He played yeah. every minute of the game. Yeah. yeah. And had put up, uh, combined after after game seven was over, 83 points in two games. He played 40 minutes in both prior games. He's tired, man. Yeah. And as much as Stephen A. says in that clip, he took into account uh, uh, the health of his team. He doesn't want to go over to overtime. Because honestly, in overtime, yes, you get the momentum of, okay, we're still alive, but also like another five minutes for that team. I don't know if they mm-hmm. would have made it. No. So in the moment, you know, you go back and forth. If I know, I know for a fact if it were me playing that game, I would have pulled up Pull for up. three, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For Almost sure. Well. And also definitely would have missed it. <laughs> but uh, ultimately, no, I, I'm not mad at him. I, if it, here's the thing. If it goes in, I still think the Celtics win because there's a lot of time left on the clock. And I think yeah. Ime Adoka draws up a play that gets Jason Tatum or, or, or Marcus Smart or somebody the ball that gets them a, a play to win the game. And we're looking at it like, man, hero, uh, Jamie's heroics just fell short. But I don't look at that shot and, and I'm not upset. So no. Well, well done. 100 points to you. Good job. Off to a good start. Question two now. Who is Vince Carter talking about in this clip? What he has, has really done for this team and the, the, the team really empowering him and welcoming, welcoming, welcoming him back to, to the lineup and him just coming out. Uh, you, you, his first game was emotional, I think, for all players seeing him come back and to where he is now and doing what he did. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, he hasn't been playing well in the first half. But he understood the moment. He understood it was a closeout game. And he set the tone for the Golden State Warriors last night. Who is Vince Carter talking about? I mean, you would think, uh, obviously, 100%, he's talking about Andre Iguodala. Like, no, I haven't close. You know what I mean? The heart and soul of the team. <laughs> took us a while to get there. But. Uh, took us a while to get there. But no, I, I would assume it's Clay Thompson, even though, I mean, he's been back for a while, so I don't know. You talk about somebody else. Um, well, you know, talking Clay's, about they've been back is he's been struggling a little bit, which I don't think you know too many people really blamed him for. It's came back from two catastrophic injuries; he hadn't played in two seasons. What do you expect? But um, he played great in the closeout game. Definitely, kind of put those put their feet on the throats of the Mavs in that third quarter. Right. Um, Clay ended up with what thirty some points. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he went off. So uh, yeah, I think. That was Vince Carter stumbling through a <laughs> shout-out to Clay Thompson. Locking in Vince talking about Clay. Yep. Yeah. We're All right, let's see. Clay Thompson, period. Yep. That is correct. Period. Yes, he's talking about Clay Thompson and his importance to the Golden State Warriors team, uh, what he's going to mean to this finals run, and we're going to talk about that in a moment, so we won't dive in just yet. Uh, however, we've got one more question uh, to dive into here. It's question three here. Who is speaking in this clip? And who is this person talking about? Um, we didn't know, you know, who we'd be. We didn't know what our identity would be. And 
he did an amazing job defining our identity and the role that every guy has, and every guy accepted their role. Who is speaking in that clip, and who is that person talking about? Well, uh, it kind of mm. sounds like a team that lost. I don't know. His tone sure. is like, you know, we we tried really hard. You know, we, we did this and, you know, we had a great year. Like, that's kind of the tone I'm getting from that interview um, at that point, I guess, in the, the interview. So I don't know. My initial thought was going to be like um, Yudoka, maybe talking about Tatum really, you know, shining and all that. But I do. I don't know. What if it's Brad Stevens talking about Yudoka? Oh, can we hear it again? You yeah. can hear it. I love that. Um, we didn't know, you know, who we'd be. We didn't know what our identity would be. And he did an amazing job defining our identity and the role that every guy has and every guy accepted their role. What do you think? It's yeah. a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, when you mm. put it like that, because obviously I was going coach player, not GM coach. But that kind of makes a lot of sense given. Oh, wheeze, though. Like roles that we would have. Yeah. He's not taking cues from email on roles. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like that better only because I don't have another answer. I could say, I mean, the only other team I kind of thought of, because it's, it's just not Jason Kidd, though. Like, it's not his voice in my yeah. head. So. I do think it's somebody talking about Ima Yudoka. Yeah. But that I just I, doesn't, uh, I mean, that's not Tatum. It's not Brown. No. It's not Marcus Smart. Yeah. It's not Horford. No, I like, because he likes to get tricky. This, this I know. Who's talking and who they're talking about. I don't know if I've seen too many Time Lord interviews, but... <laughs> Lean towards that not being Robert Williams. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. Yeah, with with Brad Stevens talking about you. Does somebody though. put a mic in front of Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. I'll just give you a hint. No, no. not Peyton Pritchard. Heard. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like that answer. That sounds. Let's give it a good. shot. They, they all bought in. So we're locking in. What are we locking in now? Locking in Brad Stevens. Talking about talking Eno about Doka. All right. Well, let's see uh, who is being spoken about. Jay Kidd deserves a ton of credit. Jason Kidd deserves a ton of credit. Do you know who is speaking? I still hope it's Brad Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. I have no idea who's talking. I get maybe no, because that's not Steve's current voice either. No, I don't. Yeah, there's not an introductory clip, but it is Mark Cuban talking oh, about this. Nope. Nope. Okay. So double nose there. So we each finish with 200 points. Yeah, that's uh, it's Mark Cuban talking about Jason Kidd and how uh, his coaching style helped develop the Mavericks and get them to the Western Conference Finals. And uh, this was a post interview, uh, post game five interview in the tunnel with uh, Mark Stein after the Warriors won in a blowout fashion. By the way, I mean a a dominating, like really kind of embarrassing uh, way. How did we feel about those conference finals? I just, I guess I didn't see it that same way. Um, I just don't consider them, like, they just didn't outplay them as much. You know what I mean? I mean, it was a five-game series. I understand that, but it's not, I don't I don't look at that and go, oh, that's how the Spurs blew out the heat. Like, it wasn't something like that to me. It was more so, like, one player nearly, with a little bit of help, could have torched the Warriors. Yeah, they just didn't didn't Luca didn't get the help that he got yeah. against the Suns. I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith was great in the series against Phoenix. Just almost just I want to say nothing, but didn't get the contribution they got from him in the last series. Same with Brunson, Dinwiddie, Kleber. I mean, none of them really showed up the yeah, way yeah. they did in the last. Luca was the only one. Also, very weird phrasing from Mr. Cuban on that yeah. clip there. What is what? 
your role is to sign the checks, Mark. <laughs> that didn't change. Yeah, he's he's still he's still sitting at the courtside seats every single time. Yeah. But I I don't know about you guys, but I I was not pleased with these conference finals. I was not pleased Ooh, yeah. with the last yeah. couple rounds, honestly. I mean, even game sevens of both uh, the the Suns and Mavericks series and the uh, Bucks uh, Celtics series were blowouts. Very mid. And I'm I'm it's just mid. I'm sick of these blowouts, and and I'm hoping for something more. And you know what? It's it's got me fired up, and it's got me wanting to say something. Oh, jeez. And to that I say... Fuck off. No. Oh. Fuck, Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. We just witnessed some of the most boring conference finals in recent memory. Blowout after blowout, 20-point game after 20-point game, sure. The Boston-Miami series showed us flashes of a close matchup, but ultimately, both series left us wanting for feeling like we were missing something. The Warriors-Mavericks series uh, was a complete walkover by Golden State, and even though Dallas won a game at home, that series was not in doubt at all heading back to San Francisco. Yes, the Eastern Conference Finals went to a Game 7, and yes, both Games 6 and 7 were decided within the final minutes, but these are not the moments we're used to seeing seeing in the playoffs? I'm talking about neither team willing to back down, blood, sweat, tears, hit a game winner and jump on the scorer's table. The Mike Breen double bang moments. The did you see that shot group text moments. Both these series left me wanting for so much more. And while none of us had these two teams picked to make it to the finals in October, well, they're here now. And all I can ask for is a great series. I want to see Draymond punch somebody. I want to see a Tatum hit a game winner in TD Garden. I want to see Steph shimmy a Brown chase down block, game six clay. Hell, I'll take a Horford poster at this point. I want to, com- I want to see something amazing. Because if you were satisfied with these conference finals, then we are not the same. If you were, to you I say, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Nicholas Patel. <laughs> we are big fans. Nobody is suing anybody. We appreciate you listening. Uh... That's how I felt. I'm really excited about uh, these uh, these finals, but I need it. I need it to be a good series. Yeah, uh, I I am with you. I need. I want good basketball over anything. I didn't really want either of these teams to be in the finals, let alone potentially win it. But I'll take good basketball and inter- at least some entertainment value because we just really haven't gotten that outside of a very few amount of games the entire playoffs, really. So I think it's time we get to it. Uh, Series starts on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Justin, you want to start? Let's get these final. Let's get these finals picks in. Okay. Um, I'll start it off. I think on a limb, Celtics in five. Wait, Celtics in five? Yeah. Please explain. That's just on a limb, uh, not on a whim, mind you. Uh, for me, the Celtics—they've obviously they've been the best defensive team in the league uh, for the whole year. I know the Warriors are also great defensively. The thing I think we're seeing is a little bit of a come down. Obviously, Draymond Green shoots worse than me now, um, and. What's weird is we're not giving him the same treatment we give a Russell Westbrook, who when people are leaving him at the three-point line and guarding the other side of the whole arena, we're not, like, dogging on him that hard. But I just find it kind of crazy that we all, while he can play defense, he's still older. Can he really keep up with J- young Jason Tatum, young Jalen Brown? Um, I think they have enough size. They're, both size is kind of equal, so neither of them play a big, traditional, you know, big guy. Um I think there's enough offensive firepower that's young and hungry, a la young, hungry warriors from back in the day, whereas now the warriors are the old, tired veterans. Hmm. 
Okay, Kyle. Hmm. Well, Draymond Green's shooting 54% in the playoffs. <laughs> we can get that straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No um, one's guarding him. Well, like, you don't necessarily need to. You've got to focus kind of so like many. Point, though. Like, but he's not going to be the point. He's not the player that sh- that sh- that's going to drown you with scoring. He's creating for everybody else. So you say creating. He stands there and they run around. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so he, creating. I, I feel like, and he no, facilitates. That's them creating. Ball's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. I, I hear you. It's emotional offense. The, the Celtics, also, the Celtics switch more than any team in, in the league. <laughs> like The Celtics are a switch defense. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. You know, uh, I, I was scared of picking the Warriors in the last series just because it's like they're, they can be hot and cold and blah, blah, blah to make Miss League. So on one hand, it scares me that if the Warriors went cold for a while or over the course of a few games, that's going to lead to a lot of Celtics fast break offense. Uh, we saw that typically given the most success against the Heat. Part of the reason that series was kind of a bummer to watch because the half half court offense was so stagnant for both teams. But I think ultimately experience prevails. They've been there before. The guys who haven't been there before are extremely hungry, be it Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins. Mm. They might get Gary Payton back. Uh, Kevon Looney's had a standout series, just an absolute monster on the board. So The only big that Luka has not played off the floor. So series starts in Golden State. I'm going to give it to the Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So... I'm going to kind of go in between there. So you mentioned this for a second, Justin. Uh, This is the first time in 26 years that the top two defenses are meeting in the finals. Um, They, the Warriors need Gary Payton. I feel like he is a crucial for this matchup in particular, uh, because before his injury, it looked like his father gave him every trick in his bag. Uh, I mean, with a kind of isolation ball, the Celtics primarily ball, uh, primary ball to handlers, uh, can play from time to time, and the reintegration of Peyton would be huge. Um, even though his, you know, his elbow, elbow is fractured, he's expected to be brought back into practice leading into the series, along with Andre Iguodala, who is a Finals MVP, veteran presence. Uh, do I think he's going to give him 25 points a game? No, absolutely not. Maybe eight points a game, but he's just huge having someone who's been around that long. Um, the Celtics, on the other hand, right now are hurting, like hurting. Uh, they had two very long and very physical series. Uh, they're banged up. They played every day, every other day since May 7th. Mm-hmm. They have not had more than two days rest. This will be their first two-day rest period since May 7th. Um, Robert Williams playing through pain. Marcus Smart playing through pain. Tatum, who has been their saving grace in so many instances, he's averaging over 41 minutes per game uh, since the first round. Uh, the Celtics are still young, for sure, uh, and they do have that young, hungry uh, edge to them. But the Warriors have been here. They've been here six times in eight years. Uh, another stat that stood out to me was that Boston went two of four against the Bucks and Heat in clutch time situations. We know that Steph has never been regular season Steph in the finals, but he doesn't have to be if they're struggling that poorly in the clutch in clutch time situations. The Celtics offered the game on a silver platter to the Heat the other night, last night, and they could not take it from them. Uh, if they do that to the Warriors, the Warriors will win by 13. I mean, it, you just can't give these kinds of opportunities to this Warriors team. They've been around. They've seen so much. 
it is a head versus heart thing because I mean I, I don't really care for either team, but I just feel like there is this story brewing, excuse me, brewing for the Celtics that they they beat Durant, they beat Giannis, they beat this incredible Heat team, and then they beat Steph Curry, it, you know. But I just cannot envision a world where this Warriors team doesn't get it done. They're rested. Mm-hmm. They're at the top of their game. They're young is the other thing. They've been around, but the the majority of their team is equally as young as the Celtics is. All these guys are young and youthful, and with that, I'm going to say shout to our boy Bob Aldrit, and I'm going dubs in six. Respect to the Celtics. I think they will put up a fight. I don't think any of these games will be blowouts, but I think uh, Warriors in six. Um after a very close, uh, fun, exciting series where Tatum does get one in the garden and Steph goes for 45. And I also do think that this is the season, this is the finals, that Steph wins MVP. I hear you. I just, I do feel like there is something to be said. Have the Warriors really haven't faced any kind of trepidation as this, this version of this team during this playoffs, so they're not tested. Their series have been pretty easy, pretty calm. They got kind of dodged bullets in essence. Agreed. Um, with the exception of the Mavs series, but that team just wasn't built to win. Yeah. So I do feel like there's something to be said. And on the experience, like Tatum and Brown have been to the conference finals twice. And they've it's, played LeBron James. Like it's I know it's different, but it's not like they have no experience. Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, on the other hand, don't. And they need Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins to play phenomenal to beat this team because Clay can't defend like he used to. Draymond's not going to run around with these guys. You need Andrew Wiggins to do that. And you're banking on Jordan Poole scoring 20-plus a night. That's been a nearly a given. Yep, but he, all has, he has not played a singular defensively crazy team, though. But So who's going to be locking him down? Uh, pick a person. Brown, Tatum. The, the thing about the Celtics, they can switch one through five. And that's the other thing, and I will give you credit to that point. They do switch. They, the, the Celtics' defense switches more than any defense in the league. They mm-hmm. are the switch-first team. How will that impact uh, the Warriors' uh, ball handling? They, the, the Warriors, the, the, the most outstanding statistic of this Warriors' run, the fact that they've only lost four games going into the finals, is that they are averaging more... Turnovers per game, obviously, than anybody left because it's just them and the Celtics. But of the four conference finals teams, they were number one most turnovers per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do not do well in switch environments. I do think the Celtics will pre- create a lot of matchup problems for the Warriors because Steph running around those screens, you're just going to switch everything. But you then run Horford off the off the floor. And he has been, and there's never been a franchise, never been a team, never been a franchise, never been a core of a team that has played bigs out of games and series the way that the Warriors do consistently time after time. So Horford, I think, will probably be a zero in, not not to his performance, just, just I don't know if he's playable in this series. Kevon Looney has proven that he is somehow switchable against guys like Luka, guys, uh, Brunson and and all these guys that are perimeter elites, not necessarily elites, Brunson and Luca, but I'm saying Tatum, Brown, Marcus Smart, these quote-unquote big three Celtics players are ball handlers and elite ball handlers, but they don't need to go big. They have this new death lineup 2.0 where they go young, and then if you reintegrate Iggy into that, 
you just add that much more experience. I can't see the Celtics getting one. I can't see first-year head coach Ime Odoka pulling the wool over Steve Kerr's eyes. You mean how first-year head coach Steve Kerr won his title? Yes, but vastly different because of the the outrageous talent that the 15 Warriors had. For sure. But the, the 15 Warriors They were, weren't that until then, I guess is kind of my thought. Right, so this could be that coming out. It party. could be, and Jason that's the, Tatum is only shooting about a half percent less from three than Steph Curry over the playoffs. So, if Jason Tatum's going to shoot like Steph and can do the other things like actually defend, I don't. Don't I you mean? Don't you think there the, there's got to be an aspect of rest and rust and all that, and then and longevity? I mean, these dudes have never gone this. They, none of mm-hmm. these players have ever played this many games in a singular season. For sure. The Warriors have done it six times in the mm-hmm. last eight years. So at what point in time are they tired? Not now. Not now. I don't know. That's they had two uh, years off from the finals. They had two years off to rest and recover and recoup. And also, Steph took, a, let's be real, Steph took a sabbatical in, in uh, 29, or 2020. Yeah. When they realized it wasn't going to happen, Dre was hurt, Clay was hurt, it wasn't going to happen. Steph took his chill time. I hear you. He took, I would say, practically a full year off well not a full year let's call I it mean, nine I months call it might as well be a full year you know yeah. but at, at 30 what is he 32 now right you've got a that's that's the time where you've got a that's where you time that's where you take those moments and get better and if that guy's getting better and here's the other thing he is one of the best players of all time. He's not in my top 10 he's not in my top 15 not yet he doesn't have a finals MVP all that yes yes but he is one of the best ever, and the only thing he does not have on his resume is a finals MVP. And you want to talk about young and hungry? He might not be as young as these younger dudes in, in Boston, but he is equally as hungry, I feel, for a finals MVP because he doesn't want the, the Durant championships yeah. <laughs> to... <laughs> championships to... Be the asterisk that I think most of us think they are. I hear you. I also he's also been known been told to us that he's the guy that doesn't care about the MVPs. He's the guy that you know allows a Kevin Durant to come in, so it doesn't matter as much to him. Yeah. So then I think, well, if it doesn't if it doesn't matter as much to him, maybe he isn't that hungry. And which is great for your team. I just have more faith in a up and coming Celtics. You know, young like the same kind core. of idea with that young core that the the Warriors wouldn't had. So I do feel like. Things are parallels in sports, right? Young guys come in and beat old guard. Yeah. Kind of a situation. Like, I think we've, we kind of, the old guard was LeBron, and young warriors kind of have kind of really put it to bed on his career, you know, the, towards the end of his career, obviously. Yeah. So, because also when going in, you look, think of this team, it's a really great Warriors team, right? And don't think anybody can beat them. They're going to go in, they're going to win. It's going to be great. But we all thought that about the 2011 Heat. They're going to go in. I don't see the, I don't see this Mavs team beating them. And then, boom. Well, that, that's I get what you're saying, but that's I feel like that's a little di- different. Uh, Kyle, you got anything before we move on? Mm, nope, I still have Warriors in five. I haven't been swayed. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm gonna take the safe pick. Warriors in six. I just don't necessarily. I, I that's the thing though. I could see it going the other way. Like I can definitely see Celtics in seven. Because I don't think the home court advantage matters. Because the Celtics have shown that they'll go win anywhere. They play their better games well, when they're not at home. Yes, I mean, and also Milwaukee has a good home court, but it's not. 
anything crazy. Miami's a zero, and Brooklyn is a zero. Golden State is also a, a zero. Not not zeros, but it's not Oracle anymore. It's it's exactly. Chase Center now, where people dreaded going into Oracle. It's not that anymore. And, uh, you know, it's it's not Cleveland in 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17. It's not, you know, the Lakers when they're doing really well. It's, it, it's, it's rich fans doing rich shit and feeling, uh, feeling yeah. good about their team that are front runners. Anyway, okay. We chit-chatted about the finals. Those are our predictions. Justin's got the... Celtics in five. Unbelievable. Kyle? Warriors in five. Crazy that you guys are both leaning five. I, I think it, I, I'm really hoping, as I just said, I'm hoping for a, uh, a uh, finals that uh, leaves us with something feeling good. I just want a good finals series, please. Oh, yeah. So I'm going uh, Warriors in... And also, as a diehard LeBron fan who watched every single game of those finals... Against the Warriors. It hurts me to root for the Warriors, but I am kind of to a degree. Oh, that's well, part of my pick. Uh, for sure. Let's see how smart we are about finals. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see. All right, well, we got one more game, and uh, because we were talking about the finals so much, it is time for some NBA Finals trivia. <laughs> I don't I think I missed something. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> All right, the NBA Finals start on Thursday, and with that, we have an opportunity for some trivia all about the finals. There are six questions. You'll take turns answering the questions. Uh, Rapid fire, not rapid fire, sorry, uh, uh, multiple choice. uh, As points increase in value every round. Are you guys ready? So ready. Okay, so let's think of a number between 1 and 1,000. Justin? May 1st? Mm -hmm. I want... 346. Mm. Okay. 348. Yeah, it's going to be 17. So Justin oh. actually wins this one. <laughs> I realize that for this to make any sense, I also have to switch up my numbers between like <laughs> 1 and 499. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. All right, Justin. Ready for question one? I am. Question one is worth 20 points. Who is the only player to ever score 60 points in an NBA Finals game? Option A, Michael Jordan. B, Elgin Baylor. C, Wilt Chamberlain. Or D, David Robinson. Uh, B, Elgin Baylor, please. Elgin Baylor, final answer? Final answer. That is correct. Yes, Elgin Baylor scored 61 points in Game 5 of the 1962 final... 62? 82? 62 finals despite losing mm-hmm. uh, the series in seven games. Good job. Good job. Uh, 20 points to you, Kyle. Are you ready for question two? Still ready. All right. Question two is worth 20 points. Who is the youngest player to ever win an NBA championship? Your options are A, Taylor Horton Tucker, B, Magic Johnson, C, Darko Milicic. Or D, Tony Parker. Tough. You never know with those foreign players. Um, you know, you just don't know when they come over. My <laughs> head, you're like, give me their birth certificate. I don't trust these people over here. Ku had to be on the roster at like age 15. Um, man, Darko is really a question mark. I don't think it's magic. Feels like it could be something stupid like Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, gosh. 
It's been a stupid. Yeah, I'm going to lean stupid. Give me Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> Leaning stupid Taylor Horton Tucker. Nope. That is incorrect. It was Darko Milicic, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, Darko was 18 years old when the Pistons won the title in 2004. He won the title four days before his 19th birthday. See, Imagine that. You laughed. in there. <laughs> Imagine that. All right, Justin, ready for question three? Okay. All right. Question three is worth 50 points. In what season did LeBron James become the only player to ever lead both finals teams in points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals? Options are A, 2012, B, 2015, C, 2016, D, 2018. Mm, So many good finals runs. Um, he definitely lost it. So give me 2018, please. 2018 final answer. Yeah, like a guitar came out. Nope. Dang, that's wrong. 16? He was 16. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the 2016 finals. He averaged 29.7 points, 11.3 rebounds, 8.9 assists, and 2.3 uh, 2.3 blocks, and 2.6 steals per game. Mm-hmm. One more time for your head. 30 points a game, 11 assists, 9, uh, sorry, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, Two blocks and three steals per game. Ridiculous. In a final series, folks. I could do it. My goat. Anyways, Kyle, you ready for question four? Sure. All right, question four is worth 50 points. Who is the only player to have never been named an NBA All-Star prior to winning finals MVP? Your options are A, Bob Cousy. C, Cedric Maxwell. Sorry, B, Cedric Maxwell. C, Andre Iguodala. Or D, Jim Kustkoff. And yes, Jim Kustkoff is a real person. Wow, every single one of those. I was like, no, this one's the trick one. (laughs) That one's the trick one. Uh, You know, Bob Cousy's been in the news a lot. Iguodala's kind of a running finals MVP joke. I'm Pretty sure he made at least one all-star game in his prime. Um, gosh, I should have gone with my first instinct last time. So give me Cedric Maxwell. Cedric Maxwell, final answer. Yeah. Yep. That is correct. Yes. Cornbread. Uh, wow. Did you know that off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Maxwell. Incredible. No, Celtics power forward. didn't get it. Celtics power forward Cedric Cornbread Maxwell was uh, named Finals MVP in 1981 after their Game 7 win over the Lakers in which he scored 24 points. Do you know why he was called Cornbread? Uh, No. That I don't know. I do. Is he a big boy? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he was not. Well, yes, he was a power forward. But uh, <laughs> no, he actually went to go see a movie with his friend uh, in which the main character's name was Cornbread and he his best friend thought that uh, Cedric resembled the main character, so he started calling him Cornbread. Uh, but he did not like that nickname until the New York media picked it up when they played uh, in New York uh, as a Boston rookie, and they started calling him Cornbread, and then it just stuck from there. Wow. You learn something I mean, new every day. That's insane to me. You got uh, to stay vigilant. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get stuck with a crappy nickname. <laughs> Okay. Finals MVP out of it. Yeah, he did. he's yeah. finals MVP. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. What's the score right now? It's 50 to 20, Kyle. Brilliant. Question five now. Uh, are you ready, Justin? Um, okay. 
Question five worth 100 points. Which of the following franchises never made it to four straight NBA finals? A, the Celtics. B, the Lakers. C, the Spurs. Or D, the Heat. Oh, okay. This one... I have to go because they never repeated anything like that. They went to a couple, but not four. The San Antonio Spurs, please. Final answer? Yeah, because LeBron helped us out with one of those, right? And then Magic and yeah, Bird in the 80s. So, yeah. 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 Spurs. Okay. okay. Spurs. You got it. Yes, yeah. yes. Although the Spurs did win five titles, they never made it to four straight NBA Finals appearances. Good job. 100 points to you. All right, Kyle, you have a chance to win this game now. Are you ready for question six? So ready. 100 points on the board. Which of these teams is the lowest seeded team to ever win the NBA title? A, the 99, excuse me, the 95 Rockets. B, the 16 Cavaliers. C, the 2004 Pistons. D, the 1981 Celtics. I don't think it was that Cavs team. I think that Pistons team was a good regular season team. I don't think they were a very high seed. Um... So I'm stuck on the Celtics, but that was still the Celtics' heyday. I'm going to go, it was A, the 95 Rockets? The Yes, 95 Rockets is option A. Give me that one. 95 Rockets, final answer. You got it. Good job. Good job. The 95 Rockets, they were the sixth seed and are still to this day the only team to not have home court in any series and still win an NBA title. Isn't that a neat fact? That is a neat fact. That's a neato fact of the day. Neato fact of the day. Well, now we've got these points, and you're probably wondering what we're going to do with them. And to you, I say we gamble them away in props to you. Well, props to you this week uh, is kind of special because this week marks the props to you uh, that Michael has currently sitting. We didn't make any picks ahead of time, did we? We didn't. Nope. I was going to ad lib this part. Uh, <laughs> we didn't make any picks. Twenty minutes ago. I do want us all to take a second. Uh, Kyle, you're leading. You got thirty five hundred points. Thirty five hundred. Uh, you're killing it right now. I'm really proud of you. I've got two thousand and thirty points now. Michael, one would say you're not out of it. I am. But you do have negative 2,160 <laughs> points. Nope, nope, so, I mean, nope, it's, nope, you know. No, 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 We didn't. We didn't make any picks at all looking at it. Uh, Give me some action for game one. Yeah, let's talk about I it. Don't we have got time. The There it is. Got just it. because you don't think Jordan Poole can give him 20. Well, just because Jordan Poole's over-under is at 15 and a half. Right? I, Let me give me the over. Oh, fucker. I would like to know. Uh, I would like know? to know. I would like to know Marcus Smart's over-under, Marcus please. Smart's over-under is 14 and a half. Haters bet. Haters bet. No, I want... Uh, take the under. Haters I'll bet. Haters bet. All right. Okay. Well, Justin? Steph Curry, you know, could go with that. 27 and a half at home to start off a series. We all know he's not going to do that, but I don't want to take, take a haters bet because that's rude. That's mean. That's hurtful. All right. Well, let me, I'm going to take Jalen Brown's over... 24 and a half. Was he robbed for the Larry B. trophy? Hmm? Was Jalen Brown robbed? Yeah. 
Most definitely. Uh, it's not even close. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. So you're he taking... averaged more points in that series. Okay, but we need to talk about the points here. Our points. Oh, I'm negative. You're negative. Yeah. So you guys need to bet it all. It is the it is the last. I bet it all. Twenty thirty. Jalen Brown's over twenty. I'll bet it all. Four and a half. I will also bet it all. <laughs> Like a negative, whatever it is. Well, if you get it right, you hit the zero, and then we get ours wrong. We all tie. Zero points. Oh, hey, that'd Got be em. beautiful. Yeah. I'd love that. Uh, no losers. All right, everybody. Well, thank right. you so much for listening. Kyle, uh, we're going to talk about what you got for the people in a second. Uh, as always, be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. And just a reminder, we are recording live from the yay studio. Do it live. I can, I'll can. write it, and we'll do it live. Kyle, now tell me what you got for the people. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Um, I didn't really have much for the people. And going into the series, I don't really care about either team winning that much. But... We don't know any Celtics fans. We know one great Warriors fan. Yeah. So that's why we're rooting for the Warriors. Let's go Dubs. Let's go Dubs. Let's get Bob another championship. He He's only it. seen three. He's a good dude. His lifetime. <laughs> Justin shaking his head. I'm just, I'm rooting so much against the Warriors. It's not even funny. Yeah, but that means rooting for the for Celtics. For the Celtics is almost worse. Oh, no. I hear you. Uh, I, I just, yeah, we're we're anti-Warriors. I don't care. I'm anti I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. You stop. Actually, okay, he's over it. This is fake dynasty. Send us home. We've built up. For me, I do want to. I do want to give a shout out to my mother. Uh, she said, "So now that the the finals were set, although I don't care, I guess I'll go for the Celtics." Nah, that just doesn't come out easy. I'll cheer for the Warriors in six, <laughs> and that's exactly how I felt. I was like, "Yeah, I just can't root for the Celtics. I don't know what it is." Uh, shout to moms. Love you always. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate you as always. Check out the TikTok seventy thousand strong. Woo. We'll be much farther than that next time we see you. Don't forget, yay finals, yay basketball. <laughs> <laughs>